it's stressful but not overly stressful and then every time the bands get me music it's like christmas day hello and welcome to where the living room used to be a podcast about rhode island's music scene Hey everyone, it's James. Last week I caught up with Paul DeCiccio on Instagram Live to talk about Tor Johnson Records' 20th anniversary subscription series. But for those of you that weren't able to check it out, I wanted to rebroadcast it here for you in podcast form. In our conversation, Paul and I discuss what goes into planning and producing a series such as this, the diverse bands that are included, and he lets out a few secrets of what special goodies come with a subscription. Enjoy the episode, and definitely please consider purchasing a subscription at tourjohnsonrecords.com. Thanks. Yeah, I'm excited to get to talk to you about all the big stuff you have going on, and uh, even just what you've kind of been up to, you know. Um, You know, those that might not be familiar, Paul and I connected for a full interview came out in July of 2019. You were one of the first few people that I interviewed, which I appreciate very much. I forgot what episode it was, but it was probably like five or something like that. And now I'm up to, I don't know, now you're like the 50th uh, as we're coming back around, which is pretty cool. So, um, but yeah, that interview gets into, uh, you know, a much deeper uh, history of, of you and everything that you're involved in, the bands you've played in, uh, everything with Tor Johnson, Teeth Like Sword, Screen Printing. So I'm sure we'll touch on some of that stuff. But really for tonight, I just wanted to kind of learn a little bit more about your 20th anniversary subscription series. It's so amazing that you're doing this. and uh, But at that same time, knowing you and just knowing a little bit of behind the scenes of uh, putting records out, a uh, subscription series is is a big endeavor you know so how did that idea come about and and, and, you know why is that the way that you want to celebrate two decades of being a label good question um you know it's funny i was thinking about it recently um this uh guy who's interviewed who's uh reviewed a bunch of my releases in the past uh nick uh spacek uh he used to run nuthouse punks um in his review for the 15th anniversary compilation he said, so 10 years was a seven inch, 15 years <laughs> for 20 years. Are we going to get a box set? And I just recently remembered that quote and thought that was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Originally, like, I kinda, I really like the idea of a subscription series. Um, I like the. The idea of like a monthly thing that maybe you don't even know what's on it, like. Um, originally I started thinking about this in, um, it was probably February or March of 2020, just like sort of had the idea going like maybe like just before stuff shut down that like, Uh Oh, I think that would be one idea. Um, 
And the, the original idea was probably only five or six, seven inches. And it was pretty much only going to be bands on the label. And mm-hmm. I remember talking to Tyler Daniel Bean about it, um, probably in April or May of 2020, mm-hmm. and put the idea out there that, like, I know a lot of people. I've booked a lot of bands. I've, like, there's a lot connected to the label outside of just the bands I've put out. Mm-hmm. And why not just ask some bigger acts that like mm-hmm. I have a connection with and it sort of has snowballed from there. And now it's twelve it's gonna be twelve seven inches. Yeah. So one you're gonna it's a shipment every single month and a different seven inch every single month. And um it's kind of been crazy. Like yeah. uh we the bands that have said yes are st- still, uh, to this day, are still blowing my mind. Yeah. Um, well, Ty- Tyler just hopped on. I don't know if you're seeing who's who's uh, who's on, but uh, what's up, Tyler? Thanks for for pushing Paul to do this, you know? So what's up, man? Um, but yeah, I mean, I kind of, like, is there, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot, and I don't want to single any out, but is was there one artist that was like a complete shot in the dark that you're like, I'm just going to send this email i know it's going to be uh uh you know maybe nothing but was is there one of the the people that that's going to be on this series that you're like most kind of maybe like surprised about in a sense uh that they said yes um so the very first sort of bigger ask and like kind of push and i mean i'll give i'm gonna I've purposely sort of with the promotion of this listed all the bands like alphabetical and not really necessarily given away what splits are happening, but, uh, yeah, like who's, who's, uh, paired together. Yeah. But in the spirit of, uh, this interview, uh, I'll probably, <laughs> I'll probably, uh, uh, you know, letting out some secrets. So one of those is, um, the Tyler split is actually with into it over it. And so that oh, wow. was the first bigger ask. Um, mm-hmm. And he said yes, like right away. And so <laughs> that sort of just in, in, emboldened me to like uh, ask anyone pretty much. No, that, that's cool. I mean, I guess we can uh, go down the list for those that aren't familiar. Um, yeah. So as Paul just said, it's going to be 12, seven inches released each month, all of uh 2022 to mark the 20th anniversary so i have the list do you want me to just go through the list or do you want to so all right uh and this is again is in alphabetical order i will do my best to you might have to help me with some pronunciations i'll just give you you know uh so we've got all right the body sidorak dikembe dreamwell heavy mantle horsewhip hundreds of ow hundreds of all right you AU, okay. Uh, Ian O'Neill from Deer Tick, Into It, Over It, Late Bloomer, My Fictions, No Trigger, Nova One, Peace Test, Pogo? Is that correct? Pogo. Pronunciation? All right. Save Ends, Side Tracker, Signals Midwest, Slingshot Dakota, mm-hmm. Storm Davis, Thou, and Tyler Daniel Bean. So that is an incredible list. Yeah. Uh, sorry to just list it that way, but just to give you a little snapshot, 
Um, and yeah, I'm assuming that the, it's going to be Sidorak and Nova One is the other <laughs> matchup, right? Is that? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Rod is uh, down for that. So, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like how long, uh, like it, you mentioned that you started to kind of put this idea together, March 2020. How long did it take to actually complete that list? I mean, it's it's a long list. It's a diverse list. You know, some of them are people that are on your label, heavy mantle, uh, you know, like people that are probably like a, a quick text message of like, Hey, what's up guys doing a series and like, just, you know, like texted you back, like, yeah, <laughs> whatever, you know, but how long did it take to actually get this together for you? So, uh, the list was actually evolving up until last month. Okay. <laughs> um, so, there there were a bunch of bands that said yes and then fell off and then like you know stuff happens um so uh there was a last minute replacement uh like last month actually before i launched uh the pre-orders and mm-hmm. um but i would say a large majority of it was pretty locked in by december 2020 maybe january 20 mm-hmm one in that general range um and you know covid obviously made a lot of things difficult uh made a lot of a lot of bands weren't practicing a lot of bands weren't sure if they were ever going to be able to get something to me um so there was a bit of limbo for some bands and then um stuff sort of got locked in or switched around um this summer like a lot like I'd say 99% of it got locked in uh, over Mm -hmm. the summer. Yeah. Because again, these are all exclusive tracks, correct? Like you were looking for something that is unreleased and, and it won't be released until 2023. So this is the only way to hear this is by signing up for a subscription or, you know, getting one of these seven inches, I guess I should say. Right. Um, So initially the, talk to bands was something that hadn't been released at least um physically it it ended up that all the songs that are on here are completely unreleased Mm -hmm. um some are covers some are originals some are remixes um like the sidorak song actually uh we gave to uh, a local noise artist and he like deconstructed it and reconstructed it so it's it's a complete it's a remix of a song that had been released. Yeah. Um, who is the who is the artist that did it? Can you? I feel so bad. You know? I don't I don't know if he's I don't think he's watching. So Josh Yell, who's a, a an amazing local artist, he was in a band called Kintan. Uh, he does a noise oh, yeah. project. Yeah. So he does a noise project that I believe is pronounced Lummox, but it's L V M M V X. And so normally okay. it's with a cello and with tons of effect pedals and things like mm-hmm. that um so he took a Sidorak song and like slowed it down and added cello and added other noise to it and um yeah it came out really cool so he's he slowed down the Sidorak yep. song yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah uh, uh and some of the bands have only done one song. Some have done a couple and yeah, that's awesome. And how has it been putting this together? Like with 
the record plants. I mean, again, you just kind of mentioned 2020, you know, vinyl pressing plants are super delayed and everything like that. Like, is this, I don't know, this is maybe a boring question, but I'm just like, did you have to place an order for all of these like now when they'll be coming in or is, are you like placing 12 orders like, and, and there'll be like kind of spaced out. Like, how did you have to work with the, um, with the plant? Cause you work, uh, with the U.S. plants only. Again, we talked about this in our full interview of how important that is. Are you, uh, so I'm assuming you're still working with uh, it's musical, right? That's, yeah. I don't know if it's still them, but yeah, um, working. But yeah, can you talk about what what that's what that's like of actually putting together, you know, twelve releases <laughs> at once? Yeah. So so it's it's definitely been stressful. Um, <laughs> yeah. Initially, initially the idea was that all twelve were going to go to the plant at the same time. Uh, they were going to go to the plant like over the summer and then I just have them and like be able to like piecemeal them out every month. Um, Uh that obviously didn't happen. (laughs) Um, you know, uh, due, due to, due to COVID and due to so many different limitations from the bands, uh, not everyone was able to, uh, have a song done. So five of the seven inches are at the plant right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's January through May. Um, I, I am working with music column. Uh, Warren over there is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. he, he promised me at least the first one by the end of December. So I'll be able to get it in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Your heart's like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then, um, the next four are, going to get mastered this coming week i'm waiting on one band f- to finish mixing mm-hmm. and then the last three probably won't go to the plant until january um and all of them all the sides and everything are getting mastered by will killingsworth at dead air um so he's trying to make it sound as cohesive as possible um okay that's smart yeah 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 um cool at the at the end, like it'll be up on my Bandcamp as like one big compilation, like basically. Uh, so that's okay. like, January twenty twenty three. Uh, we'll release digital. I gotcha. Yeah, this is available as a subscription series, which includes a bunch of I don't know if you want to call it bonus stuff, uh, but it just includes so many more things. It's very incentivized to get the subscription series not only does it help you even in just like the 15 minutes we've been talking of just the amount of work that goes into this and just to support someone that has been supporting so many people uh, as you have for 20 years but to uh but it's uh we can kind of talk about that but you can also get this some of them will be available through the bands and select record stores as well is there any differentiation with some of the vinyl is it all one color for the vinyl is there anything i don't know just throwing that out there i guess yeah, sure um so they're all going to be black vinyl cool. um yeah with the exception of and uh i hope i'm not spilling the pot on this um into it over it has a his own um patreon and so we team uh-huh. him for that seven inch uh there's going to be some that end up going to his patreon and i think we're doing those on clear um wow, but cool. otherwise yeah so otherwise as every single record is limited to a hundred on black vinyl, uh-huh. uh, 50 subscriber slots. So the subscribers get all 12 of them and like tons of other shit. 
Um, and then the other 50, 10 are going to stores, and then 20 are going to each band on the record. So mm-hmm. um, each band is going to have some for sale um, on their, like, of their particular split. But the only way to get all of them is, and guarantee you get it, because each band is getting so, so limited amount, uh, is to sign up for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of the covers, I guess that's a good segue to that. Of uh, There's this guy, Paul, that runs a print shop called Teeth Like Swords. I don't know if you've met him, but he's been working really hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Can you talk about the, uh, the jackets? And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess the question I'll ask you is, have you learned nothing over the last 20 years? And why are you printing... 1500 jackets you know <laughs> because <laughs> <But>. <laughs> obviously um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um i thought it was really important that like i have a great affinity for record history like mm-hmm. of vinyl itself of like the history that goes into releases um mm-hmm. Before LPs in the days of the 45, um, the artwork involved was like always really interesting to me. Yeah. So you you can point out like within a, like a five to ten year span exactly when a record was put out by what label was used. You know, because all the all the um, record labels used a standard 45 label <laughs> for, for the face. So. so as sort of a callback to that, um, the sleeve artwork is a um, an old Atlantic sleeve that was used in the um, later 50s. And so, um, you know, all of these 45s would just come in plain paper sleeves that were um, advertisements for the record label itself. So it didn't matter what record was in it. All the sleeves were the same. Um mm-hmm. We ripped that off, and um, but did it on chipboard instead of paper, and then left little sections for me to number them. So, mm-hmm. like, each month will be a number, and then they'll be hand-numbered, which actually release it is. Like, one out of a hundred, two out of a hundred, etc. Yep. Um, and then the, the inner label that we used, um, John Pagano actually helped me with. Um, for those of you who don't know, he is in um, uh, Solace and Weak Teeth and Best Practices. Um, and he helped uh, sort of rip off an old Bell Records uh, label. Um, okay. So it's kind of a callback to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're all going to be big hole. So they're all going to be like, like definitely a callback to like old original 45s. That's cool. Are they coming um, actually, like with the little uh, inserts? Because you had some of those made, right? Do you have any of those? So uh, uh, the ones that we had done in the past were for the aneurysm record. And yep. we had uh, somebody with a 3D printer print up brain um, adapters. So they were a 3D <laughs> brain. Um, yeah. And so we are, I'll, I'll let spill this. Uh, I haven't let it out yet. One of the goodies that we have, I just got the design today, is going to be a 45 adapter. Um, it's not going nice. to be 3D printed. It's just going to be like a flat circular one um but with a tor johnson design and so hopefully that'll go out with the first shipment and might go out with the second we'll see when i actually get them Mm -hmm. um but yeah so uh one of many goodies that are included within the subscription series 
Yeah, I will. Uh, yeah, so how's how's printing going? I know that you've, you know. Uh, the jackets are doing well. Uh, I, I think I'm 900 out of 1500 printed. Yeah, uh, cool. So, uh, and then in general, the shop is doing really well. I actually uh, just today finished a massive rush order uh, for a little-known metal band uh, called Exhumed. Um, okay. So they're getting a, a mid-tour re-up that yeah. uh, we just finished printing today. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess with the, the subscription series, you've, you have mentioned that it comes with a, an exclusive shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, so surely be keeping busy printing that as well. Um, Always. Do you have that design together? As is it uh, something that's uh, still kind of in the works? Or? We're kind of in the works. I have the idea together, but um, I'm going to be tapping a lot of uh, local artists that I've either worked with before on releases or worked with before on poster art, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the the label, the design for the um, 45 adapter is actually a local uh, comic book artist, uh, M. Robillard, is doing that. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so M just got the design over to me. Um, yeah, and it's awesome. And I'm going to be working with uh, Jared McPhee, who I've worked with often. Uh, he's actually uh, can, I can, he's now I can say a Hasbro designer. So I'm going to be working mm-hmm. with a Hasbro. Design. <laughs> um, and then uh, there's a couple other artists that uh, I started talking to, but uh, haven't flushed anything out yet. There's probably going to be like a screen printed poster um, on one of the months, um, tote bag. Uh, there'll probably end up being a couple shirts. So, mm-hmm. you know, that it's rules. it's tough as like someone who comes from the DIY punk world where I like to keep everything as cheap as possible. That like the price tag on this is like higher than I obviously want it to be. So I'm trying to supplement it with as many goodies and as many like extras as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, I've told you, like, I'm a huge, huge fan of, well, you personally, like, you're a very inspirational person, um, but just a big fan of, of your label. And yes, you're more than generous with everything that you do. And um, and then again, just like what you've done for the Rhode Island music scene and, and even beyond that. I mean, you've brought, uh, you know, bands from from all over and, and you know, because of who you are as as a as a label, you know, have kind of shown them a lot more here in Rhode Island. You know, so um, it's it's amazing what you're doing, and it's just amazing that you've been doing it for 20 years. You know, like uh, uh, I don't know if you can look around at at you know your peers, but you know, I was kind of quickly thinking about this, um, and you're always way more versed into this type of thing, uh, but you know, who's been doing this consistently for 20 years, you know, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough, tough business. It's, you know, and, and it's something that's, again, when you and I talked, you do this for the love of it as, you know, as a expensive hobby, you know, your logo says maxing out credit cards since 2002, you know, so.
subscriptions are left out of the 50 uh so we're just shy of the halfway point i think 23 have been purchased um it's only been live for like i think like a week and a half um Mm -hmm. so it's already kind of surprising me um i let it up like i put it i put up the pre-orders um initially quietly like i just put out an email blast and like made a post on my personal facebook and it was more Mm -hmm. because i wanted people who have like been with the label to get uh like first first crack mm-hmm. um i just got i just got the ask because uh uh i mentioned that it was a high price point in my mind uh it's 250 so it's 250 dollars up front but that also includes shipping for all 12 of the shipments uh u.s mm-hmm. if you are not in the u.s email me and we'll figure it out um so yeah, it's uh, it's tough, you know. Um, trying to justify that price point, I guess. But like, when you do the math of what a hundred pressings of a seven inch is, it's mm-hmm. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, and even just shipping has like doubled in the last year, basically. You know, so yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I again, I, I think that I probably own more. Tor Johnson records and any other record label in my collection. Um, so yeah, you know, it's, Paul will take care of you. Like I, I am giving a personal endorsement, uh, that Paul will take care of you. And, um, it's it just, it's a, it's a cool project. And again, the, the list of bands that are a part of this are, um, just awesome. You know, like, uh, you know, just the caliber of artists and, uh, and it's, you know, not surprising, you know, like anyone that, that knows you, um, I don't know. I think that it, I don't, was there any, any arm twisting that, not that I'd see you as someone that would twist arms, but, uh, you know, like I, I was talking to, um, some of my, I played in a band called Cedros that we did a bunch of shows of best practices and we did a bunch of shows at squid amps, which you, uh, booked and, uh, which is an amazing DIY space in Providence. Uh, if you aren't familiar, but we were just kind of going through the list of people that came through squid amps, which was, you know, as Caleb said, the size of like a single car garage, basically. And it, it is, you know, yeah, if that, yeah. Uh, but it was just like this amazing list of, of people. and. Um, I guess that one thing that comes to mind real quick, and then I'll let you kind of speak about that, is that I don't know if you're familiar with the band Strip Mall. Um, they're from Providence here, but I talked with them earlier in the year, and, and their new EP, Strip Mall's new EP, is fantastic. And to me, it's very reminiscent of uh, Chicago Bulls from Dikembe. And I mentioned that to them, and their like, heads blew off because they're just huge Dikembe fans. Um, and I said, well, Paul like knows them. So I'm just publicly saying that if Dikembe ever comes through, uh, 
but uh, that I'm sure that strip mall would like to play a show with the Kemba, you know, so uh, I'll try to connect those guys, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, check out strip mall there. They're, uh, they're uh, an amazing band in that, uh, that realm as well. But uh, yeah. Was there any, uh, like any person that you were kind of holding out for in this series or someone that you kind of had to be like, uh, ask more than once basically? Yeah. I mean, so there were definitely splits that were planned that sort of fell apart. Mm-hmm. Um, one was, for example, um, uh, there was going to be a timeshares uh, restorations one. Yeah. Um, and, wow. which, uh, I was very excited about. And restorations, I don't know if they have still not practiced, but when finally we were like, this is not happening. Um, mm-hmm. It was maybe June, of, like recently, like that just happened, June. Yeah. And <laughs> this year, like, <laughs> yeah. still hadn't been in the same room together and they just couldn't commit to it. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so it, that one sort of fell apart. And then um, Soul Glow was supposed to be involved. Okay. And, um, I don't know whether it was the combination of all of the tours that they're currently on or um, they got signed to Epitaph. So I don't know if it was what, but like it sort of just fell through the cracks. Yeah. Um, so there were, there were definitely I allowed a lot of extra time to like commit because of whatever was good because of the state of the world. Mm-hmm. You know? um, yeah. Every two to three months would send an email that's like, hey, just checking in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. This would be so, really cool, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was more that than like like trying to give as much leeway as possible based on the state of the, the world mm-hmm. um, and actual arm twisting, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all in all, it, it like it's been great. I mean, anyone who's ever dealt with bands or been in bands behind the scenes know that it's hurting cats. So oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. then trying to deal with 23 of them, 24 of them is, you know, I knew what I was doing. You're, you're, you're including your own bandmates, right? You're like, <laughs> Christmas day. <laughs> One of the yeah. easiest ones to work with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it was, you know, it, it's stressful, but not overly stressful. And then every time the bands get me music, it's like Christmas Day and like mm-hmm. all the songs are amazing and everything has been like, there's not a single track on here. I mean, obviously I wouldn't tell you if there was, but uh, there's not a single <laughs> track on here that like isn't a banger. Like everything yeah. sounds great. Um, like right out of the gate, the January one, um, both bands decided to cover the same band. So it's like all covers, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, some of the bands decided to do an original and cover the band on the opposite side. So they had to cover each other's songs. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, there's also more than, more than one song on with some, some of these releases. Well, I gave the bands free reign. I told them yeah, they could just, do one song. You've got whatever, whatever five, six minutes or whatever fits on a seven inch. Yeah, yeah. The song, like uh, Dreamwell, for example, had a song ready to go. It is, 
49 seconds long. They were like, mm-hmm. here you go. Here's our side. I was like, okay, it's fine. I mean, it's awesome. It's a killer song. It sounds absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, so that, that's like obviously an extreme, but, um, you know, other bands like uh, Sidetracked, for example, uh, mm-hmm. play like sort of power violence stuff. So they have nine songs and I think it's like two and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, nice. uh, but then conversely, you know, like into it over its stuff and Tyler's stuff, it's like two songs and it takes up the whole side. Yeah. 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 But that kind of brings to mind, I mean, looking through the, the roster of bands that you have on this, how much of a conscious decision was to have different sounds, different styles? I mean, from Ian of Beer Tick to, yeah, you know, a power violence band or, you know, like, was that something that you had had planned during that original thought of like, I want to do something that even diverts from what I would say Tor Johnson records is like most familiar with. I mean, obviously the bands that you put out spans, you know, hardcore and, you know, emo and indie and stuff like that. But, um, you know, working with like storm Davis and stuff like that, like how, um, how much of that was, was, you know, pre-planned of, of wanting to have different styles and sounds. That was definitely premeditated once it um, once it grew to the like monthly and the like the the scope that it is now. Uh, it was mm-hmm. definitely a conscious decision to span genres because the label has always spanned genres. Mm-hmm. You know, like I always joke that um, the I only put out music that. Uh, like genres I like, and the only things that I haven't put out so far are like jazz and hip hop. But I like both of those. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, I know you like jazz. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. Those are the only genres that I enjoy that I haven't put out yet. Um, mm-hmm. So Storm Davis was definitely uh, he was one of the first asks as well. Um, so for those of you that don't know, uh, Storm is a local hip hop guy. Um, he is also the label manager for Strange Fam- Famous Records, which is Sage's mm-hmm. label. And he and I nerd out about record stuff all the time. We like <laughs> Storm is yeah. an amazing person, and he and I will just nerd out about like you know when tapes started coming back. It was mm-hmm. like, have you seen, like, is this real? Like. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, then I'll be like, "All right, well, I tried it, man. I put out a tape, and like, it's sold." And he's like, "All right, well, I think we'll try it. Why not?" And yeah. it worked. And then, like, I'm like, "Oh, have you heard about these lathe cuts? Like, these are like really, really weird." And he's like, "Oh, I don't know. Maybe we'll try it." And like, it's it's a cool relationship that he and I have, like, mm-hmm. on the back end of the industry, you know? Yeah. Um. So it was really cool to have him involved um i've printed a bunch of stuff that he's done a bunch of stuff for strange famous um and i like he technically speaking his is the only one that's not a split um one side is like him and also another mc and then the other side is him and a different mc uh but i sort of just gave him free reign of the release i was like you know let's let's have fun like you want to put an instrument inside like what do you want to do um the 
splits in general, uh, sort of, there was sort of two different approaches that I had to them. Either I had in my brain what I wanted, like the two bands to be and sort of sync them up. And then other ones where I had a band and asked them who they wanted to, like, who do you think? Who would you want to do? Okay. You know? Um, so it was, it was fun sort of putting it all together. Like for the most part, most of them are similar musically, uh, with the exception of, um, I'll, I'll let this one, this one cat out of the bag as well. Um, heavy mantle. Uh, the other side with them is, uh, thou actually. Um, Wow. Cool. Yeah. So that was a pairing because they used to share practice spaces together and they're friends. Like, ah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Both bands are down in Baton Rouge, New Orleans area. And like, I personally love splits like that. I, I love splits that like are not necessarily mm-hmm. the same musically, but like, if you know the history of the bands, it like goes together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that one, like literally was talking to Billy from heavy mantle. And I was like, I don't know. Who do you think? Like, you know, bands, like who would you want to do one with? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, we used to share a space with Val. Let's let's ask them. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I'll shout out that that heavy mantle record rules. Like if if people haven't checked that out, go and uh check that one. It's it's awesome. So it's really yeah, that's one of the bands that I was not familiar with until I saw you saw you put that out and be like, hey, I'm putting out this band from Baton Rouge. Yeah. And I was like, I probably would have never had them on my radar. So uh yeah, and that's just one of the cool things of connecting with independent labels and supporting independent labels is just the introduction to some new interesting music that you know might not ever, you know, reach people. And I feel like I'm a pretty engaged music listener, but uh you know, it's just it's it's something that I appreciate. Um so but no, I mean, this sounds just really exciting. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see what uh, what comes in, uh, comes in the mail. Or, but yeah, no, this is uh, just really cool to learn more about it. it it's and just inspirational to see how much you push. And uh, yeah, because I mean, I've watched that from yeah, the fifteenth anniversary was you know a, a killer compilation on vinyl and just but it was just like you know five years later now it's this other big thing to to push yourself so um yeah is there anything else that you wanted to to bring up i mean again like shout out where you can buy this um and yeah is there like a a certain deadline that you're putting on of i mean obviously we'll sell them when you sell them i guess but like is there like a certain time frame that you're looking to um to button some of this stuff up sure yeah um so torjohnsonrecords.com um and the in the show uh, excuse me in this store tab there's a pre-orders there it is um it the goal is to try to have this sold out by the end of the year at the late uh, at the latest um mm-hmm. really so you know full dis- full disclosure um the 50 subscription series basically pays for the vinyl and the mastering. Like I'm not making any money on this. Uh, like mm-hmm. um, 
So for everything to really work correctly, hopefully everything sells out by the end of the year. Um, and then people can just buy them from the bands if they missed out or um, stores. Uh, so right now it's uh, Red Scroll Records, Want to Hear It, uh, Limited to One, and Lunchbox in Charlotte are the only stores who will have them. Um, mm-hmm. There's a couple more that I'm talking to, but you know nothing exact set in stone yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. It's, um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to show everybody the splits. I'm excited to, uh, get them in people's hands. Um, although they won't be available digitally for people to hear until the whole year comes up. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if some, you know, ingenuitous people out there were to put YouTube videos, people do what people do. Um, there's there's no way to put vinyl into a digital format, Paul. I don't know at what you're talking about. Well, you at have all. To, you have to wait. To, you have to wait. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But still, don't be a dick. You know, come on. Like they're, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, like everyone's pirating this shit. You know, so it, it's it's funny. Um, leading up to it, uh, a couple people were like, "Oh, you know, you should press more of these. Like, people are gonna flip them." And I'm like, "Well, I mean, hopefully not. Like, there's only a hundred of them." Hopefully there's a hundred people out there that want to actually own this record. But also mm-hmm. if it happens, if it happens, it happens. Like the whole idea was that it's like super limited and then it's just out in the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, with what you said, kind of deadline, you know, like uh, I'll also uh, pitch it to people that it's a great gift idea. You know, my wife, even before this interview, she said, you know, I'm going to just let you know that I buy you the subscription for, uh, you know, for. I've been trying not to. I've been trying Yeah. No, I, I guess I'll, I'll even admit to that she thinks that I'm skinnier than I actually am. So I, I might need to change my shirt size before you do it. So I appreciate that. And I love my wife very much. But I'm like, I'm not that skinny anymore. But uh, yeah, uh, I am legitimately like really excited about it. And like the idea of, I mean, it's a cliche and I'll, I'll say it anyway, but just like, it's the gift that keeps on giving, like you can get this gift and it's going to be like for the next year. I mean, even with this, like you teased a couple of things, but there's still so much that I don't know that I want to know of, you know, and I, I, but at that same time, I, I don't like, I just want to kind of get this thing, uh, delivered and look at what it is, find out who's connected, listen to it. So yeah, anyone that's listening, there's not a whole lot of slots left, but get one just and and give it as a gift to your, you know, to someone that loves music, that loves vinyl, that loves independent record labels. Um, it is, it's just this really cool thing. So I will shout that out as well. Um, yeah, you know, so it doesn't just have to be uh, for you, but no, nah, when she, yeah, she just mentioned it like an hour ago. She's like, I just, I need to let you know. So, uh, but <laughs> which is good, which I appreciate, you know, um, she, she was so, uh, she, she messaged me and she's like, so how do we do this? So I can like transfer it onto his account. And I'm like, oh, I thought, like, you don't need to just put in the address. You live with the same address. Just yeah. put in his name. <laughs> yes. I do, I do live with my wife. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. She thought, it, she thought it needed to be under your like sign in on the store for it to be uh, like, okay and i was like no it's it's totally cool yeah like, don't worry about it it's probably just be like it's under james you know <laughs> yeah uh 
No, but I, I'm really excited about it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. This has been really fun to talk and, and connect with you, Paul, about this stuff. And uh, I definitely, again, recommend checking out the subscription series. Just a bunch of cool, even just what we've learned, you know, like all of the, the unknown stuff that's going to be coming is just is super awesome. So uh, yeah, recommend checking that out. And, um, and then check out Tor Johnson records back catalog i mean it's you're at like 50 something releases and it's uh some really amazing stuff there some you know rhode island based bands uh that have kind of come from that you know squid amps collective but just some amazing stuff from from all over and uh yeah just keep it up paul uh get some sleep i'm sure that you're probably not sleeping that much trying to keep all this stuff organized or trying to print all these cards and and or you know uh, print all the jackets and um thanks for taking the time to, to talk and we'll uh, connect soon thank you so much for having me james this was great it was uh fun to be able to let a couple cats out of the bag um if anyone is local and sees me in public i totally am generally more willing to speak openly about everything when it's not recorded because i want to build the hype man you know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but, but it's been fun uh being able to to let out a couple a couple secrets it's been fun yeah yeah well thanks paul i will definitely uh talk to you soon and hopefully uh see you around the neighborhood now sounds good thanks James. cool thanks everyone that i've watched and uh we'll talk to you soon As Paul mentioned in our conversation, his band Sidorak is having one of their songs remixed for the series, so I thought it'd be fun to share the original with you here. The song is Dominion Lord of Cold Harbor, which is off of their EP, Simultaneous Invocation of Apocalyptic Harbingers. Uh, definitely recommend you checking that out, and you know, really can't wait to hear the remix of the song when I get the 7-inch in. Uh, so, enjoy! Enjoy!